This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back, sports fans, to another episode of the Charity Stripe Podcast brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one sports podcast network in Los Angeles. For those listening at home, on the road, in the air, or in the water, do you believe we have a great show for you guys today. We are doing our college basketball preview. It's a special, so buckle up, tuck it into your waistband, because here we go. Three, two, one... We're back. We sitting here, I supposed to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. It's the Charity Stride. Pitch your free throws because they're free. We got a special for you guys today. So 200 will be on Monday. We're waiting for Nikki Snacks Crider to do that one. So it's just me and Alex Tossing the Rock Tosopolis doing the college basketball preview. And we are brought to you by Manscaped. Go to manscaped.com. Type in the code Stripe. Get 20% off and free shipping. I just did it again to get another product. I got, I got the, uh, the shampoo and the uh, body wash. And it's in my shower now. And it smells... It's a two-in-one. Two-in-one, and it smells, it smells great. It smells great. Have you seen it yet? I've seen the bottle. I haven't used it. it, it good shower etiquette, if, if well, in case you guys weren't aware. Josh and I share a shower in a bathroom. Yeah. Um, but it's a big bath. We've, we've mentioned it before. It's a big bathroom, big shower. It's a big bathroom and a big shower. I mean, the reason why we share it, and this is for all... You know, this is a tip for all podcasters out there, is that you really become a lot closer to each other and just able to pick up and put down with your podcasting host when you're sharing a bathroom. Yeah, and it's honestly been great. The only issue we've really had sharing the bathroom. I, I mean, who would you, to cross-sport it, who would you, our duo, our dynamic duo-ness in the, in the bathroom would be compared to? Posada who? and Jeter. Your Posada, nice. <laughs> you wish the uh, the uh, um, no. I I I don't know in that case because I, if I'm not Derek Jeter, then I, I'm too handsome to be Jorge Posada, and and honestly, so are you. Um, take that as a compliment. You're welcome. Um, the but the any who's I, I don't need you telling me that I'm <laughs> handsome. Thank you though. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think the only issue of us. Sharing but the is reason why I'm handsome is because I use Manscaped products. <laughs> <laughs> Go to manscaped.com, <laughs> use the use the code STRIPE20, uh, and get 20% off and free shipping, free shipong, and, and, you know, just take care of your balls. Ball out for your balls. Yeah, very simple. No one wants a hairy testicle in their mouth. Um, or just uh, rub it on the crotch. It's, it's painful, and no one needs a rash. It, it's, it's, it's cold outside, you know, and, and you know, it's, it's no one wants to chafe. Um, but, yeah, speaking of chafing, um, it's going to be a lot of friction in college basketball this year. Nice. Uh, thank you. Uh, and <laughs> uh, it's the most up-in-the-air air year we've had, I think. There's Not no, only is there parity in the NBA, but there's also parity in college basketball. Real parity in college basketball. I look I at, feel I, like there's always kind of parity in college basketball. But not like this. Not I, from the beginning. Not from the get-go. A I lot of teams are coming in hyped. Last year, we, we you know, we're coming into the season, and I'm saying that 
there's no way Duke doesn't win, right? Yeah, and they really pretty much delivered. Virginia delivered. Gonzaga delivered. There was no real, the real surprise. Michigan State was surprising, I thought. Yeah, but they were but they're good though. They're always good, but in a no, but the last tech, year tech the season, was a, tech is a surprise. Tech was a big surprise. Auburn was a huge surprise. Tech, tech and Auburn are the big surprises. Yeah. Um I I think I think Michigan State's a great team. Uh and they had Cassius right, Winston. Right now last we're year. coming into this year knowing that Cassius Winston is a potential player of the year candidate. Last year he oh, kind of yeah. came out of the woodwork. Oh yeah, win the wooden award. He could totally win the wooden award. Absolutely. Um, and he, he he should be the favorite. I don't think He'll win. I don't think he'll win it either. I have an interesting pick for that. I'm curious to, to hear who your pick is. I don't. I think my pick won't win it, but I think you should. Um, we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, but Michigan State's the number one team, and then rounded after that's Kentucky, followed by Kansas, followed by Duke. And I honestly don't think those are the best four teams in the country. I don't even think any of them are top four. I really don't. I really don't. Um, and that's just an eye test from the first games, from what I see on paper, and from what I know about the players. Um, but here's how we'll break it down for you guys on the preview. We'll give you five teams that we think will live up to the hype, right? Five teams that we think will deliver. We'll give you five teams that we think will disappoint. Five teams that are under the radar are people that are people probably won't take seriously or, or think that they're overrated but are not and gonna, are going to deliver as well. Five uh, underclassmen, uh, or no, sorry, we're doing five, five freshmen, freshmen, five, five sophomores, sophomores, five juniors, five seniors. Sorry, five freshmen, five sophomores. Yeah. Five juniors, five seniors. Yeah. Um, and then within there, we'll talk about other teams when we get a chance. Um, so toss our fab five of teams that we think will live up to the hype and deliver. You want to go five to one? Yeah. Uh, they're known, not no in any particular, particular order, order, right? Yeah. The teams that will live up to the hype? Yeah. I mean, I, I think Louisville, to me, on paper, looks like the best team in basketball right now. I I agree with you. I think they have a lot of what you need across. I think Chris Mack's done an excellent job coming over from Xavier. He's, he's saved the program. He's to cross board it. Time saved it. Yeah, yeah, he he's pretty much James Franklin in this thing. Yeah, um, honestly, right. I think and that's we, the head. That's the head coach for Penn State football team. By the way, yeah. If anyone's if you curious, know. yeah. Um, they were good last year. Not great. Um, they lose Christian Cunningham. Uh, 10 points per game, but they bring back Jordan Noir, and he, to me, could who will, be... Who will be a lottery pick, I, I think. think. Yeah, I think so, for, too. Like a fringe lotto pick, yeah. like a 13 or... A- kind of like Donovan Mitchell did it for Louisville to uh, to compare him to an alumni, not that their, their game is that similar. Um, but Noir is a big guy. He averaged 17 points per game. He could score from all over the court. Uh, to, for me, in college, in college basketball, you need about seven things to succeed a combination of these seven things. You need a pacing guard, a guard that control the pace of the game. You need a three-point shooter, a guy that if, if you're in a hole or need to put away a game, a guy that can bang it from the outside. Can that be, bo- can that be both, though? Can the guard be a pacer for sure, and a three-point sure, shooter? For sure, okay. But which brings me to my third thing is an X-factor, which would kind of become that. Um, so to give an example, Cole Anthony would be an X-factor, but he encompasses a pacing guard and a, and a three-point shooter. Right. A head coach would be four, an interior big uh, who dominates his five, uh, six a tough defense, and seventh path, path of least resistance. Okay. So Can I, I add something to that? Please. The ability to shoot well from the free throw line? Fantastic. Great. So huge in college. Amazingly So huge. many guys that can't shoot well, and you know when it comes down – to late game situations in the tournament, in the conference tournaments, uh, you have to be able to knock it down from the line. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, that was a big key for Texas Tech last year with Moretti, who's returning for Texas Tech. He was the big returner for them. He was he led, he paced uh, college basketball and all players in free throw percentage. Yeah, um, I mean, I it just pops into my head every single time I, I think about that. Uh, the Kansas-Memphis Final Four, uh, when they played each other in the NCAA championship, yeah. and Memphis had a total botch job from the free throw line, allowed Kansas to get back into the game. Chalmers for three, Kansas wins it. You know, I mean, it's just, you can... You, you can, can look at any level, really. I mean, yeah. I mean, oh, absolutely. Kawhi but I think even more importantly... In college, in college. We see it all, we see it all yeah. the time. They, I mean... Well, the you, average free throw, the average percent um, from a college basketball player is around like upper 60s, mid 60s. You know, comparatively in the NBA, most guys are shooting 75-ish percent on average if you take the average of the NBA. Yeah, which is crazy to me. Yeah, I always, I always found that if you're in the, if you're a, a legit basketball player, you should be seventy five at the minimum. You know. Yeah, but hey. I mean, you would think it's just muscle memory. When you get up there, you do the exact same thing every single time. Mm-hmm. Um, I know guys are, you know, the crowds are yelling at you and stuff like that. But 
that's one of those things where free throws, you control your own destiny. In that. Yeah. Right. Um, and then I, what I love about Louisville is their situation. Free throws are so high stakes for us. I know. <laughs> path of it is, re- it is called the charity stripe. Yeah. Should, you know. Yeah. And usually the path of re- least resistance is tough. In the, it's, it's toughest in the ACC. But I think they walk into a very good situation um, this year. They have Enoch and, and Williams, two bigs, your traditional big man who really bang down low um, and can score the rock down low. But they're both very good rebounders. Um, again, to back, back to Nora, he had almost eight rebounds as a six, seven forward last year. Uh, he had 77 three pointers, which is great. Dwayne Sutton had 10 and seven last season. Uh, he, he's a guy that's back for them. I really like They've him. They've got a lot of length. They've got a long team. They have Samuel. They have Samuel Williamson, the freshman, the number eighteen recruit coming in. He's a guard forward combo. Six seven from Rockwell, Texas. Yeah, I mean they have a lot of length. They have a lot of speed. They can really run the floor. And they have, weirdly enough, obviously they don't have the path of least resistance. But what they do have um, is an ACC that's that's kind of new. This Duke team. There's a lot of new faces on this. The Duke team's got a huge turnover right out with RJ Zion and Cam Reddish. Who were the one, two, three recruits last year? Uh, in comes Matthew Hurt, Vernon Carey, um, Cassius Stanley, you know, who are good players. They but keep I, Trey I, Jones. They keep Trey Jones. I think that Duke team, to me, if this Duke team, they'll be good this year. I think if they all come back next year, I think they could be one of the best, if not the best, college basketball team we've ever seen. I think so. Um, wow. Because I, th- I, I, there's a lot of guys in the team. We'll get into them in a little bit, I'm sure, or throughout the show, because yeah, I don't know if they're any, any, any of Unfortunately, a lot of those guys are kind of on the. NBA draft path going to be lotto picks, but they shouldn't be. Matthew Hurt should not be a, a first round pick. He yeah. he's he's like Ryan Anderson light I mean, at I the mean, moment. Cassius Stanley is ridiculous, but I think if he stayed in college for for two years, I agree. That's he what would I'm be he would be unreal. He's yeah. like Gerald Green right now, but his game could totally evolve. If, to, to give an example of an NBA yeah. player, if if you like that, yeah. Um, uh, and yeah, he, yeah. I want him to be more like. Jason Richardson. For sure. Yeah. A really complete score. Um, and but yeah, so the Duke's got a new level. Um UNC has Cole Anthony. Um, but I, I think looking watching that team today, there there's not a lot of shooting outside of him. There's not a lot of scoring outside of him. They don't they, really have they don't really have a slasher. No. They don't have a guy that can kind of get to the rack. They've got their their Luke May light, right? Yeah. Um, I, have, I have the same issue I have with UNC as I have with Kentucky. It's looking like I, – I, I think Ashton Higgins is a good player. I think Emmanuel Quickly is a good player. I just look at them. I look at – and I, I think they, I think UNC's got good player. I think Leaky Black's going to break, break out for, for UNC. Um, they bring in two big grad transfers, um, guys I like. Um, but I think the issue with UNC and Kentucky is pretty much what's the, the same. What's the other guard? I do like him. The, the grad transfer guard that UNC pulled in. The, which uh, from Charleston. Oh, oh Christian Keeling from, from Christian Charleston Keeling. Southern. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, he's really good. And Armando. He'd be a nice compliment Baycoat, for Cole Anthony. And Baycoat's good. Armando Baycoat. He, had a, he, had a, he looks like a fool with the haircut, uh, but he. Yeah, he terrible haircut. Uh, really, really bad. It's he, almost as bad as Alfred Payton's haircut. It's. You remember that, uh, you know, all these people were talking about going to Area 51 for this huge music festival. Great comparison. Every looks single like girl would. would have been rocking that haircut. Exactly. Two little. Um, two, two, two little, little buns. Pig buns. But he had, good, he had a really big put back he had a nice alley-oop he's a big force on the inside but them and Tyrese Maxey who was unbelievable but it's how far can those guys take these teams and I'm not looking at those teams to me Kentucky's got a little more depth in who they've brought in um and who they've brought back but I'd still look at that team and and Nick Richards was great on the defensive side yesterday against Michigan State not to take anything away from Maxey or Cole Anthony I mean Cole Anthony they both had phenomenal games Cole Anthony puts up the best stat line if we're talking lottery picks those guys are lottery picks those guys are top 10 picks Cole Anthony's a top five pick. And I think Tyrese Maxey is... Top eight? I think he's going to work his way into the top five. Interesting. Ah, that's that's tough for me because I think there's some other guys that we're seeing continue to get, to move forward outside of college. Right. RJ and LaMelo are continuing to rise. And if James Wiseman keeps up putting stats stat lines like he did, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't think that I thought he was going to be the number one pick. I I, I think I, I've said to you previously that I think RJ Hampton could be the number one pick in the NBA draft. I think he's got, I think he's a high motor. I don't think he makes a lot of mistakes. Um, I think he's a good scorer. Very, very, very good defender. He's got a great bounce. I don't think he's as polished or as versatile as Lamella Ball. I don't think we'll see enough of him as we will of Cole Anthony, who will be in the spotlight. Same with James Wiseman uh, and same with Tyrese Maxey. And I don't think he'll do 
what Anthony Edwards is about to do with the Georgia Bulldogs team, which is why I think he'll drop out of the top five and Maxie will, will replace him. It's an extremely hot take, but R.J. Hampton and, and Tyrese Maxie, the five, six for me. Um, but what this Louisville team is, they, they just have a lot of length. Um, they have the X factor. They ha- have the, the bigs who could bang inside. They have a tough defense. Um, for the Virginia team, uh, we'll get into them in a little bit, but they lose all their key guys. Um, they're not a team that scares me. Except Diakite. Yeah, except Diakite. And Clark's good, too. Um, and Braxton Key's nice. He's, he's fine, yeah. He's fine, but they're not, again, they're like a year off from really really scaring me or doing doing any damage. And then this UNC team is as far as Cole Anthony can take them. And I'm going to trust the junior who's been there multiple times and, is, and has some experience in college to really get it done, plus the depth of this Louisville team, plus Chris Max. You're talking the, the junior as in Jordan Noir. Yeah. yeah. I, I yeah. like them. Yeah, he's um, their he's their X factor. He's their team leader, and he I think you know this is getting ahead of ourselves a little bit, but he's definitely in my top five going after that Wooden Award for sure. Okay, um, another team that will live up to the hype, Michigan State, who we mentioned previously. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to be a contender for that number one spot this entire year. I don't I don't know if they're a top four team, but I think they're a top five. I think they're the fifth best team in college basketball. Sure, I think they'll be or up sixth. there in rankings. Partially just because they're Michigan State this yeah. entire year. And then when it comes tourney time, I think, you know, they always turn heads. And Cassius Winston's a guy that's been there before. Yeah. No, the whole team's been there before. Xavier Tillman's been there. Yeah. Uh, Henry's been there. Uh, they have great, obviously, Izzo's won the whole thing before. They have great experience. Um, they went to the final. This, this team went to the final four last year. Yeah. You know, they, they they lose some scores for sure. Yeah, with my buddy Matt McQuaid. Matt McQuaid, yeah. He's gone, unfortunately. <laughs> Sorry, the ninth, I love Matt the ninth thing is like the swaggy white guy who can just bang from anywhere. They lose Nick Ward, though, and Kenny Goins. I, the, the loss of Nick Ward to me is pretty big, but they, they're going to get Joshua Langford back, which is huge. Yeah. Uh, we pretty much counted them out last year when they lost him they bring in uh rocket watts who's got a great name he's a guard he's a, he, he's got some flash he's the number three 33 recruit in the nation and malik hall the forward is number 57 recruit in the nation uh he's got a nice body size to him and again tom Izzo never asks too much of the freshmen so they'll just have to come off the bench in in, in probably in in 12 to 18 minutes in, in sparring moments um but it's really the cassius winston show and i think that team played i don't think the kentucky team played great outside of tyrese maxey but i think that michigan state team even Cassius Winston, who had 21 points, he went one of seven from three, and that's a yeah. big problem. And, th- and that's something that will not happen going forward. But this I think is that also, team played the worst it could have possibly played. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, you got to look at past years here. Uh, Michigan State never really starts hot. That's no. not their MO. No, and that's why I don't think they're a top four team. They, I don't think they'll be a top four team in the rankings. Um, right, they're not going to win. They're not going to win twenty nine games. Just because Purdue's good, Ohio think. State's good. There's good. The Big Ten it tends to eat itself apart, and they'll probably Wisco and, always surprises Wisco has, as does Iowa. Yeah, they yeah. always put up some big games. Yeah. So I think Michigan State's going to have a tough time, but Purdue. they're in the top five teams that will live up to the hype because I think come March Madness they'll get there. Right. Um, to excuse myself from what I said earlier, that I don't think that the, any of these teams. I said I don't think any of the top four teams uh, who are ranked right now um, as the top four teams are top four teams. I mean, right now that I don't think they're top four teams. At the moment. Got it. Okay, let's move on to another team, Villanova. Love. Jay Wright and the boys love, are back. Love, love, love. People are people are really sleeping on this team, in my opinion. I, I I'm I feel very strongly about this squad. I think people are nervous. Um, they only went 26 and 10 uh, last year after the year after just pretty much wiping the floor and completely dominating uh, college basketball. Jay Wright, I think, is an elite coach. Definitely, he's top five, top three at moments in college basketball for me, and sometimes the best outside of Shashevsky. Um, they lose Phil Booth. They lose Eric. Pascal has been dominating for the Warriors as of late. Um, but Colin Gillespie is nice. He's a good guard. Uh, the forward, uh, Sadiq Bey, he's good, man. He's going to be a really good player. He had a really good opening game. Uh, he's going to put yep. up some points. Um, and for me, Jeremiah Robinson Earl uh, is, is, is fantastic. He's fantastic. Yeah. He's fantastic. I mean, I remember when Guys, D'Angelo Russell. He's, he's a six nine forward freshman. He's really good. He's huge, too. He's really he's a really good. It's just um, it's such a I mean with college you don't see as many towering guys at six ten six eleven you know guys are normally a couple inches smaller than they are in the NBA that's why those players that are seven foot and really fantastic in college are kind of a guarantee to go to the bigs. Mm-hmm. Um, but for a guy to have his skill set at six nine is going to be really dangerous and he's such a tough cover. 
that yeah, he's going to be a real nightmare for people defensively. He 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 just bangs so well and so fluid down low. I mean, he had what he had thirteen rebounds in his debut. Yeah. I mean, his size, the way he plays, uh, he kind of reminds me of Marcus Morris. If I can throw that comparison out there, I don't know if you like that. I think he's a little more athletic. A little, may, maybe a little. I, Mar, I think I, he can college. get up. I think he can get up and down faster. Marcus Morris, I think. I think Markeith is not as athletic, but I think Marcus Morris is a pretty athletic. Big. Where he's at right now, Marcus Morris. The thing I love about Robinson Earl is he had six offensive rebounds. He was really ferocious in the yeah, class. Yeah, I mean, and he, he reminds, and he perfect from the line. He reminds me a, a little bit of you know a Zags guy that just got drafted in Brandon Clark. Maybe um, not not quite as big, but just from a rebounding capacity and sure. as far as like the type of motor that he has. I, let, let, let me see him do it on the defensive side like Clark did, but I think as far yeah. as a motor, as far as a rebounder, I mean, the guy is, was hyper-efficient in his debut. Um, they play Ohio State is the, is the next like big, big game they play. Um, again, and I think that game should be absolutely fantastic. That should be a good game. Um, I'm really excited for that one. Um, okay, let's talk about... Another team that we think will live up to the hype. The Maryland Terrapins coming in in the top 10. I feel dangerous saying this, but I do. It's dangerous. It's a little bit of a risky pick, but I think they have a recipe for success here. Yeah. I I mean, I think they cover a lot of the bases. They have uh, an, I think they have an X Factor player in um, Jalen Smith. I do. Uh, I think they have. I think, you know, he was a freshman last year. Now he's a sophomore. He's got a year under his belt. Uh, I think that just bodes well for him as to kind of take that next step and really be that guy for them. I'm adding another key to the system that we completely left off, and that was experience. Um, experience is everything in college basketball to me. At this moment, I'm going, I am going. I will go with the team with the most experience, and this team's got experience. Uh, they bring in – they had a good recruiting – they had a solid recruiting class. They bring in uh, – uh, Cole uh, Mariel center. They bring in a lot of centers. They bring in Makai Mitchell. Makai Mitchell's number seventy in the recruiting class. Cole Mariel is, is number sixty. But the big key is Anthony Cowan Jr., the senior guard who yeah. averaged sixteen points per game last year. Jalen Smith was kind of all over the ball. Uh, he rebounded well. He blocked well. Um, I, I mean, I like this team. I mean, Mariel is not gonna. He can shoot outside. He's a seven-two big. Uh, he, he's really big. He's, yeah. yeah. He's he's not gonna have to do a lot. No. They um, also pull in the the Mitchell twins, who are both six-ten bigs. I mean, they they got some serious size on this team yeah they lose bruno fernando but they they recover with these three big recruits that's it it, i would rather mention jalen smith is also 610 so i think fernando's got a brighter future as a prospect in the nba but i would rather lose fernando if i'm this team with what i brought in than anthony cowan jr yeah um and And good and good guard depth good guard veteran presence they could win guys like daryl mosell and yeah 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 yeah. you know Ricky Lindo Jr. has one more year under his belt. Like these guys, they just, there were a lot of young, talented guys on this team last year that needed one year under their belt, and now I think they're ready to play. And they've got a good head coach. Yeah. Mark Turgeon is a good head coach. He's good. He's good. He's good. I, he, he's a fine head coach. Um, I think Jalen Smith is the X factor, though, as is Anthony Cowan, Cowan Jr. Right. Is, is a pace guard. Um, and we'll see. Can they hit from three? Can they score points? Can they take down Michigan State? I think it's completely plausible, and that's why I have them in there. I think they match up well against them. And then rounding out our teams that will live up to the height, Josh, your favorite, I think, out of all these teams. The team the, I think is going to win the whole thing. The Florida Gators. I think they're the best team in college basketball. I do. I They have... They have everything I want in a team. Everything. Um, they have a, 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 probably one of the most underrated moves of the entire uh, college basketball offseason is their acquisition, uh, the forward transfer, uh, Kerry Blackshear from Virginia Tech. Yeah, he, I mean, he, he, he's going to be their best player. <laughs> no, yeah, he's going to be unbelievable. Um, it, it's similar to, uh, why am I blanking on the guy's name, uh, when Kansas brought in, who'd Kansas have last year? It was great. They brought in these two twins, these two brothers. If you could get on your computer last year, uh, the last year they bring in these two guys that I'm completely blanking on, but they, he carried the big carried the team. Oh, the Diedrich, Diedrich and KJ Lawson. Yeah, the Lawsons. Okay, yeah. so yeah, it's similar similar to how uh, Kansas uh, brought in Diedrich Lawson. It's going to be the same thing uh, for Florida and Kerry Blackshear, but he's not going to have to do as much. Blackshear was amazing uh, when he played at Virginia Tech, but they have a lot. They have another big who could dominate in um, in, in, in Keontae Johnson. Right, Keontae Johnson was great in the SEC tournament last year. He averaged 14 and 10 and had a double double in the lone game they played in the NCAA tournament. Uh, I think Noah Locke is the three point three. 
threat, a guy that can, he had 2.33 pointers per game last year on a third, almost 40% accuracy. Um, Keontae Johnson, again, is an, is, is an athletic forward. And then, and Nemhard is a guy you love, love Toss. I love Andrew Nemhard. Yeah, yeah. It, it, again, a guy One that of the can, best sophomores in the nation, I think. Can control the pace of the game. I do, I have a question with them. Yeah. And it's the thing that you just brought in as your last kicker is the experience factor. Sure. Do they have enough through and through? Do they have enough veterans who can step in? Because mm. they certainly have a lot of talented freshmen, a lot of talented recruits that they brought in. I mean, their recruits, they recruited so well. Scotty Lewis is a really good recruit. Uh, and we won't have to a, do a lot early. Out of New Jersey, Trey Mann, I would love to see what he can do. Excited. From Gainesville, a Florida guy himself. Um, but Mike White's Chris a great Glover. coach, I think. Yeah, I mean, they just they do have a lot of – Freshman on their team who I think will have to get some minutes here and there. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think whichever one of them can really step up, one of those freshmen will step up and flourish um, because I think they're all talented. I I just would, my, my one question mark on them would be the depth. For sure, and I agree. And the and the experience, the depth, the, depth the slash experience. Absolutely, it's a great question. Um, but looking at it, they have two bigs who can really dominate in Blackshear and Johnson. Uh, we bring up we bring up Nemhard, we bring up Locke, the shooter. And what you you at that point, most teams don't even have all of that. Let alone they're one piece away from a complete team. And what you would really need is an athletic forward who can slash, and that's Scotty Lewis to me, a six six guy who's fast and athletic who could defend the hell out of the basketball. Yeah. He's a lockdown defender, and he's not going to have to do so much on the offensive side, so you could really focus on that, and he's just going to be a problem. Like I, I, I foresee the reason why I'm Florida over Kentucky right now is I foresee Scotty Lewis coming into the game, throwing him on Maxi, him causing a problem, and Blackshear really taking it to Nick Richards, even though I think Nick Richards is a very good basketball player. I just think Florida is so dynamic with their starting five, um, their first seven guys on the court, uh, and I think that I think that White's, Mike White's a really, really great head coach. Okay, so now let's... Let's delve into the five teams we think are going to disappoint us this year. Yeah, let's rattle them off. Um, Virginia, who yeah. we talked about already. Mm-hmm. Kansas. Mm-hmm. Mark Few and Gonzaga, the Bulldogs. Mm-hmm. Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. And Ohio State. Is that right? Yeah, and Ohio yeah. State. I mean, look, it, it's a tale of the same tape for some of these teams, at least. Mark Few, I think, to me, he's got, as far as coaches who won more than 550 games, he's got, if not the, I, I think the highest winning percentage. He's won eight, eight, you know, uh, his winning percentage is 82.3% of his games he's won, which is crazy. Higher than John Wooden. And I think there were, there are years that John Wooden didn't lose some years, like completely undefeated. Like back, like multiple years. And Mark Few's got the highest winning percentages of coaches that have coached more than 500, won, won 550 games, uh, which is remarkable. He's been at Gonzaga for all the games he's won. Um, but he loses Rui. He loses Brandon Clark, two lottery, two big picks. He loses Zach Norvell. He loses Josh, per- Josh Perkins. So a guy that averaged 11, a guy that averaged 15, a guy that averaged 17, a guy that averaged 20 points per game. I mean, I think Corey Kispert, the forward, is going to have to do a lot. Uh, but at that point, and I bless you, I think that I think at that nice. point, I think at that point they'll get you know they'll obviously get to the dance. I just don't think they're going to do much damage there. And I think I agree. I, I think, think that's why they're disappointed as well. I yeah. think they're to have them at the eight team to have them to me. How can you put them ahead of Auburn? I just I, I love Mark Few, but I think Bruce Pearl's a great coach, and I think Auburn brings back they have like they're starting four seniors. There's four good seniors, and Okor is a, a, a good uh, forward that they brought in in the recruiting class. I mean, I don't, I don't know how you could put them ahead. Uh, Gonzaga ahead of that team, so I, I think Gonzaga's there. Um, you also brought up uh, Texas Tech, who was. I just think this is a team. You know, you lose Jared Colvert, you you get a fantastically talented guard in Jameis Ramsey, but it's how good can he be right right now? I how think good can he be right now? And, and I mean, we're looking at UNC and saying they have question marks because they really only have to us in the eye test Cole Anthony. Right? Yeah, there's question marks around them, and I think Cole and Anthony is considerably better than Jameis Ramsey. He as is. good of a player as Jameis Ramsey is. I think Ramsey is the next pro, like Zaire Smith, like Jared Culver, a guy that needs one year under Chris Beard to be the guy and to take Which over. Which is, you know, that's kind of, that's been his MO, is going and getting these guys who, he's just a diamond recruiter. I mean, just gets these guys, yeah, pulls them in, and, and then, just, they turn out to be fantastic players. Let's see how Culver does in the NBA this year, but. I think he's good. I think, I think he's so good. Too. I think he's got. Certainly uh, was an impactful player for the Raiders 
in they college. Won. They I mean, look what the they finals. Yeah, look what they did last year. But they lose Matt Mooney, who had some big shots and was good. They lose Tariq Owens, who was a defensive stalwart in the inside paint. He could block. He, I feel like he's like, the guy the longest arms I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, they bring in Chris Clark, another uh, another transfer from Virginia Tech, uh, a, guy, a good guy. They bring in TJ Holyfield, who was great at Stevie, Stephen F. Austin, yeah, another I, senior transfer. I don't um, love this team's. I don't love their length. I think they're kind of small. They are. T- they are. I was gonna. Say, they are tiny. They're small. They're rolling out like four guards. They are they are not big enough to compete against like they're not big enough to compete against Kansas as a bouquet is going to dominate that game. Absolutely. They're not big enough, I don't think, to compete against Baylor, who's got some nice size. I don't love right. Baylor, but I think they got some nice size on them. And granted, Chris Beard's kind of mentality has always been kind of a drive and kick like slashers kicking out to shooters yeah i don't think he's he's too concerned without having a big man but from a defensive standpoint especially when you're playing you know they're gonna feel not conference rivals with man as a book he's a beast yeah he's He's a beast i'm not high on kansas he's he's a stud i'm not high on kansas i think that was one of the teams that was one of the teams we listed off um i just you know what i'm not high on them either from the get-go but i wouldn't be surprised if bill self figures it out and they're great going into the tournament because exactly, he's a fantastic yeah. head coach. Sometimes a head coach can pull you past a kind one, of one of the main things missing the spots. Yeah, I think for, from those from that list that you provided. De- yeah, for sure. For Devin Dotson's great. He's a great sophomore coming back. Azubuke is fantastic. Um, like we mentioned, uh, I think McCormick's good. I just don't think they're just not lethal to me. They don't have that Cole Anthony where if I'm down by ten points and I'm Kansas, I'm nervous. Like I think Dodson's good, but he's not that takeover player. That what about that, Mitch Lightfoot? Life is a great name. Uh, he's not. He's not Frank Mason. I don't think. No, he's not Devontae Graham. I was gonna say he's not Devontae Graham. Who is he great even, in the NBA? Is he even Wayne Seldon? I don't know. Is yeah. he? So I don't know. You know, I think he's good. I think he's a little overhyped, to be honest. And I think this Kansas team is is not going to be bad uh, by any means. But as the number three team, they're they're going to disappoint because I don't think they're going to be there in, by the end of the year, let alone two months time. Yeah, but I mean, you know, knowing Self and his squads, we could have some guys kind of pop out of the woodwork here and really surprise us. Yeah, I'm excited to see Junior Marcus Garrett and what he can do this year mm-hmm. as that tandem guard with. He Dawson. was he he rebounded the hell out of the ball. Yeah, he's a big guard. He's six five. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I'm I sorry, think that was McCormick, but he was good yesterday. I think all in all, um, Kansas will be a disappointment this year. Let's see the other teams that we mentioned. We, we mentioned Virginia, who didn't really touch on that. I just think it's the turnover, too much turnover. Diakite, yes, way he rem- too much turnover. He remains, but he was there. What like for? He didn't have to do really much outside of rebound and finish around the rim last year because he had so much that was done for him on the offensive side of the ball by guy. You know, he lost her by th- Ty Jerome. They lost their yeah. th- the, the the reason they won the championship was they had those three players and they lost all of them. Right. I mean, Kyle Guy and Ty Jerome leaving big time. I mean, DeAndre Hunter's the fourth overall pick in the draft. Right. I mean, these are big. These are massive losses. I mean, I, I and DeAndre Hunter, a guy who's in college, you know, six eight and is playing all of the the fours and sometimes the fives of opposing teams, where Diakite can really just help out in a and more of like a Gorgi Dang type of role where he just becomes a shot blocker and a, and a help side rebounder. He's their best player, and you cannot be the 11th best team in the nation with that as your best player. I don't Nothing think so. Nothing against him. It's like, no. can you be a top 15 team in the NBA with Draymond as your best player or Gobert? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Um, in fact, I know so. And I, I know so as well. Um, so, yeah, so there. And Ohio, and Ohio State. State. Um, I think Ohio State is going to be fine. I don't think. Oh, right now they're ranked 18. They won against Cincinnati, who I think is solid. They have Cumberland as a good player, uh, the forward, the senior. Um, CJ Walker is good. I think he's a little overrated. He turns the ball over a lot for my taste. Uh, they have the Wesson brothers. Uh, Caleb Wesson's a really great forward. Young's a good guy they have as well. They, they're going to bang down low, but they're a little plotty for me. I think of Ohio State's a kind of team if they fall down by five, seven, eight, and it's late in the game, I think they're in trouble. They're not going to be able to shoot their way back into the basketball game, and that is a massive issue. I think three-pointing an X-factor player. If your X-factor player is also is, is not a guy who can hit it from downtown and really cause some serious havoc from downtown and Wesson can stroke it from downtown but not at a lethal level like a Cole Anthony can to keep going back to him then I think you're kind of in trouble if that's if that's your main go well look at Um, it this way I mean there are a lot of games the the game script in college basketball is different at the end of games because the shot clock is considerably longer than the NBA right so you have limited possessions in the NBA there's two minutes left and 
there could be nine possessions left, right? Yeah. But in college basketball, that might only be three or four possessions. Yeah. And if you're down by five points, sometimes you need a guy, you need a guard to go down or a forward and rip a three. Yeah. Right. And you need that bucket like that. Mm-hmm. But if you have a guy who's more of a grinder, who more, you know, is going to get, yeah, three point plays here and there, but, but thrives in the mid range and in, in, in the high post and in the, in the low post, it's tough to come back just from that. You know, yeah. if, you're, if you find yourself down late in games in the tournament, like teams inevitably do, that's tough without a, without a, um, a high level three point shooter. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I think Purdue is ranked behind them. I think we'll be ahead of them. Uh, for sure. For okay, so let's then move on to our five surprise teams. Yeah, please. Let's them off. Yeah, Seton Hall, Utah State, Auburn, Georgia, and Marquette. Okay, four of the five teams have something in common. So a reason that we, a lot of the reason we have some an of the elite teams, X factor. Exactly, and I think that's why people are sli- people are people are sleeping disgustingly on Marquette. I don't know how they're not ranked. Yeah, they're in my final four. At the end, of, I think they're going to make the final four at the end of the year. I think that's crazy, but I wouldn't be surprised. I th- I, I'm not; they're not in mine. I told you, I, yet again, Utah State would be my elite eight right now, and they have Sam Merrill. Um, I think Utah State is a little bit better for me, but again, Marcus Howard is a guy who can be raising that trophy without a doubt. He was, uh, he was f- almost player of the year last year. Almost player of the year last year, exactly. Utah State, though, is I think is great. They have Sam Merrill, who's a guard who averaged 21 points per game. Uh, Anemius Keta, uh, a center who was just completely dominant. At 12. He was really great on the inside, and it was only a freshman last year. He had 12 points, 9 rebounds, and 2.4 blocks. I mean, talk about path of least resistance. I think they should dominate the MWC. Uh, they won the MWC tournament last year. They shared uh, the... Pre- Mountain West. Yeah, the Mountain West. They yeah. shared the... They shared the uh, the tie for preseason favorite uh, with Nevada atop the conference standings. I, I think they returned. But Nevada four loses a lot of pieces, so yeah. I think they should easily take the conference this year. They're twenty. They went twenty-eight and seven last year. I think. I, I, I think they they can win thirty games and and be and be a dangerous team. Uh, Merrill's the kind of guy that can take over. Ked is the kind of guy that can really just dominate down low, and and that's what they need to do in the Mountain West Conference to be successful. And I really like this Utah State team to cause some serious damage. Um, I love my guy to win. In, my guy to win the Wooden Award is in this. Is in this. Miles Powell. Miles Powell. Yeah, I don't think that's a, a far-fetched thing for you to throw out there. I mean, I think Miles Powell. He averaged 23 points a game last year. This is a Seton Hall team who has been really good, um, but people just kind of forget about them because they're Seton Hall one and because they haven't had much tournament success, right? I mean, I think Kevin Willard is a fantastic coach. He's good. They just, I, I, again, you bring up a great point. They don't have a great tournament success. Sure, but anything can happen once you get there. Yeah. And I think they certainly will be getting there. You know, Miles Powell is a senior. This is his time. He averaged, like I said, he averaged 23, 2-2. Two and two. I, That could go up. Mm-hmm. I expect it to maybe go down a little bit, but not beneath 20 points per game, which is ridiculous. Miles Kale and Quincy McKnight both upperclassmen. Kale is a junior. McKnight's a senior. I mean, that guard tandem is just going to be unreal. Yeah, the guard tandem co- could be trio if you throw Kale on there who drops the sure. backcourt. Sure, um, could but be he, the could best. Play, he could play the three if they want to go small. Yeah, that's true. They could, they could be a three-headed monster for teams. Yeah. Um, really, really dangerous, and I love their ability to score. I don't know how far they're going to go in the tournament because I think, like you're saying, with Tech, they're a little small. But with the X-Factor Powell, yeah. I think he could be the wooden... If he's the wooden award winner, I think this team is firing at all cylinders and they could go to the Sweet 16. I mean, if, if they're... God, I'm going to... I can't believe I'm going to try and say this, but if if Sandro Mamuka Lashvili, their their yeah. forward who averaged around eight rebounds, can bump that up and can average ten a game, mm-hmm. if he can really be a beast down low for them and, and kind of pick up uh, the the pieces that you know those those guards can't necessarily do from a rebounding perspective, that that could really help them out. Absolutely. Um, who else do we have in there? Georgia. I think Anthony Edwards is unbelievable. Can we get an NBA player comp? For Anthony Edwards? Yeah. He's 6'4", very athletic, great shooter. I feel like you have one. I I don't. He rebounds well. He's a Does good he, shooter. Is this crazy? Go for it. He's 6'4". This is part of it. Okay. But he plays bigger than he is, and he rebounds well. He, he's At this point, this guy was never a great three-point shooter. He reminds me a little bit of Dwayne Wade. Oh, can he? Def- yeah, I mean that's a good comp, like a Dwayne Wade at Marquette. 
Yeah, I mean the athleticism. With the, with the, the Dwayne Wade with the modern game infused. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think this kid's awesome. I think he's a top. I think he's going to be a top five pick. Well, I, think do you, I mean, no, it's okay. Great. So if it's Dwayne Wade, is Donovan Mitchell another sure, kind of? Yeah, sure. Like Donovan. he does remind. He like I feel like he's more of a bully though, like Dwayne Wade was, and he rebounds better than Mitchell did at no, that point. At yeah, that point, in rebounds, Mitchell's career. Mitchell doesn't even rebound that amazingly that now. He's not. Yeah. He's a good rebounder, not an amazing rebounder. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't have the sprite step or the 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 full the. Not reckless, as good of a playmaker as Mitchell is either. Or the or the reckless abandon or the playmaking ability that Westbrook has, which I'm sure people right. will, will be keen to throw around. Yeah. Uh, come that time. Uh, but Anthony Edwards is great. I think the Dwayne Wade comparison. I mean, it's high praise. It's high yeah. praise. No, but I think he's got that. I think he's got the potential to be like a, a serious player and, and, a, and a guy that can take this Georgia team into the rankings this year and really and really turn some heads in the SEC. Similar to how Colin Sexton did that with Alabama a couple of years back and really made a name for that for that Crimson Tide basketball team. Yeah, yeah. And um, then I think I mean, there's not much else to say about Marquette. Other no. than the fact that they have Marcus Howard, yeah. Again, I think they should be ranked. Um, so they we, should be ranked. I, also, um, the the Golden Eagles only lost one starter, and they retain every other player on their roster. Very dumb. Yeah. I can't. I'm, I'm shocked. Um, so yeah, that covers all of teams there, and then players. Yeah. So we'll go through our. Five. You want to start at the bottom? You want to start at the top? Freshman, senior. Let's go to freshman first. Freshman first. Oh, super yeah, excited about that. Yeah, and I there's mean, a lot of them too. There's a lot of them. Honestly, if you if you made a list of the top fifty players in in college basketball right now, the majority would be freshmen, I think, or seniors. Yeah, there's oh my wh- God, easily. There's great uppers, great seniors, and great freshmen. Because there's got who's on our list. I could tell you. So we picked we get, five, right? Yeah. So we picked James Wiseman, yeah, Anthony Edwards, who we just mentioned, Cole Anthony, Tyrese Maxey, and Nico Mannion. We've really delved into Cole Anthony a lot. I think his ability to really take over a game, rebound, to rebound well. at the guard position, uh, yeah. And when he, he, you know, he started this game off against Notre Dame so poorly, completely caught hot and turned it around, which is such a veteran presence move. It also shows me great poise. It shows great poise, and it shows how much confidence Roy Williams has in this guy. For him to, I mean, we're watching this game. We're like, this played him thirty-seven minutes. This dude's chucking shots up. I mean, he is taking. Bad shot selection, abysmal shot selection, really, especially from a from a freshman. And for him to just have the green light already means that he's really, really talented, and no, that he's going to be the guy for this team. Yeah, he he can really, really shoot and take over. I, I wish I would love for him to. I hope as the year progresses that a, a couple other secondary, tertiary scores come out of this UNC team. And it really just increases Cole Anthony's draft stock by showing his playmaking ability and his distributing ability as well. Yeah, which I, which I will not hinder his scoring ability because no. that guy can shoot and he could score nearly at will. Yeah, but he's he rebounds well for his size. I just would love to see him score. I mean, pass better and get get those assist yeah. numbers up. But I, I think if I think that if he could average five plus assist a game, which would be a mate, he could be a slightly bigger like Chris Paul. Maybe he's a, mm. more, a little more athletic. I mean, I, I mean, we talked about it when we were watching him. He does remind us a little bit of of Derrick Rose with the mix. I just think he looks like D Rose. He looks like him, but but he's his size. He rebounds like that. I don't know. I feel like his his first steps very quick. He's already a better shooter than Derrick Rose was. He's not he's not quite as athletic going to the rim like that, no one that, no one is. That's the issue. He was he was the only issue I had with Cole Anthony was he's very he's a little tentative and lost once he got within eight feet of the basket. And I wish he was able to do a little bit more and get creative. He had some very good flashes of finishing. Very good flashes of finishing. Yeah, he's good with both hands, too. Yeah, very he's great with his left uh, going to the rim. But I would love to... He's not as quick as... No, I actually think Chris um, Paul's not a bad... That's not bad. Because Paul can shoot. Yeah, and he's got that... He's got good pace. He's quick. Young Chris Paul. Young. Not now. Like, not I mean, Chris, Chris Paul was always dropping dimes, though. Yeah. No, I, mean, I don't know if I've ever seen a better passer than that guy. Yeah, I think if Cole Anthony gets more confidence in, in his basketball IQ goes up and he gets more comfortable with the guys around him, we could see that come to fruition. Yeah. Um, but again, to Max... I mean, a lot of his game reminds me of a guy that was there last year, Kobe White. The the speed... Yeah, I mean, right. I think Anthony's a better shooter. I think Kobe's a better attacker. Yeah. If he could get some of Kobe's attack mode, mm-hmm. then we'll really, yeah. really see We're talking flourish. too much about Cole Anthony, though, because the rest of these guys are really fantastic as well. Yeah, I mean, James Wiseman... I, James Wiseman's my favorite out of all these guys. I, he has to be the first overall pick, in my opinion. He's a beast. You look at... I'm not saying he is Anthony Davis, but you look 
at Anthony Davis. Who has that in the NBA? Who really has like 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 everybody has like like I mean Giannis he has a big man, but like you know who you need a who else has a big man that can really just do that? You mean Does there's not he, many? Like, look, at I mean he, I think I think what this guy will become not Wiseman, but a guy that he reminds me a lot of who was in college two years ago is Bagley. He reminds me a lot of Bagley. He's better. You think he's better? Yeah. He's got a better. He's, he's a better scorer. He's ferocious. I think he's. That's that's tough. I mean, Bagley I was love a, Bagley. Bagley was dynamite. Dude, Bagley's and he's Bagley, going, to, going to have a great NBA career. You know, he is one of my. He's one of my favorite prospects. He's one of my favorite college recruits of Besides all time. Besides DeAndre Ayton, yeah, yeah, no, I know. Yeah, I, no, I'm, dude, DeAndre Ayton's great. He had but Wiseman had three blocks. He had eleven boards, six of them offensive. He was unbelievable in the paint and scoring. I mean. I don't I don't know where his playmaking ability is at. I, he's just so dominant on the inside and the interior. Uh, it, it was really remarkable to watch. I mean, I, I, I you see you see glimpses. You don't have that anymore. A guy that was just so ferocious. We haven't seen that in such a long time. Uh, with outside of Bagley, uh, like with that length and that ability and that ability just to really dominate on the to inside. To rise up, yeah, over yeah. nearly everyone. Where it's if he gets the ball within ten feet, it's pretty much over. Like a Bosch. Yeah, who, I feel like I'm watching Bosch. Who's Remind who Bagley reminds me of. Yeah, who reminds me of KG? Like that for like yeah. that to net, like the way he comes down on that offensive rebound and just ruins your day. Right. Different than Robinson Earl. For sure. For sure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Very different. Not he does not. Robinson Earl is great, but does not have the bounce and the pop and that second jump that Wiseman does. Uh, I think Wiseman's a really great player. Yeah. I think Tyrese Maxey is fantastic. I really love him. I think Nico Mannion is going to be a special playmaker. Super exciting to watch. But you bring up a guy like Ramsey, who we have to exclude because you want to throw guys in there. Right. I um, just think Mannion's in an opportunity in Arizona where he can go and really be the guy. I think he's got a great head on him on his shoulders. I think his basketball IQ is really fantastic I think from a playmaking standpoint he's already a step ahead of Cole Anthony I think he's a great distributor and and a guy who can score really uh, really shoot the ball very well has a mid-range game attacks the basket ferocious finisher he's 6'5 people kind of forget that this guy's 6'5 he's a really athletic guy Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's and great. People also forget because he's a ginger. <laughs> yeah, he, he's, and he's white. He's very, he's very. He's really fluid. good. Comes good. from a basketball family. I mean, this guy, he's been ready to do this for a long time. Yeah, I like him, and I obviously I love Tyrese Maxey, who plays bigger than he is. He's only six three, but he plays with some big size. I yeah, think. I mean, is he like Sexton esque, but with the better J? Yo, with a with a way better J, way better J. With but I mean, just like J. his tenacity attacking the basket. He's like, yeah, but he's like, if Malik Monk had some power, if he had some thickness behind him, yeah, if he's like a th- he's like a he's like a man, Malik Monk, like to Monta Ellis, could when, be when he could rise on guys early in his career. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That uh, Monta, he had some size. Monta Ellis did not look six one, which he six, was. He was like six one, six two. Yeah, but he looked like six four. He played big. Maxi, I thought Maxi was six six, six five when I watched him play. He yeah. just is so thick. Um, but now he's six three, two hundred. Um, so those are our freshmen. Who are our sophomores? Trey Jones, Devin Dotson. The big, the two big reasons to believe in Kansas and Duke. Yeah, Tyrese Halliburton. Jalen Smith and Ashton Hagens. Ashton Hagens is good. Kind of rounds that that group out. He's the worst yeah, out the of all four. of them. I think Jalen Smith's a great big. I think he'll be. He's a, a huge piece. Uh, for, he's the big piece for Maryland. Uh, he. I'll throw him with Dotson and Trey Jones, the big returning guys who are the reasons that the, those teams are at the top. Right. Um, but Halliburton is my guy of the sophomores. Yeah, he's great. Um, I, I, I'm. He does everything. Trey Jones is my. I, I really like Trey Jones. I think it's hard to find a guy. Who is that good of a playmaker? That good of a of a passer in college at this point, in, in a young basketball player's career, for that guy to have the presence that he has, it, it's really impressive. I think they're t- another team that people are going to sleep on. Always, uh, Halliburton's great. He had fourteen assists last night. Yeah, twelve points, six deals, and a bunch. That's of why I like both Trey Jones and Halliburton because they just both distribute the basketball so well, yeah, and they both defend. They both so, do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know you're you love good guard defense. Yeah, I mean, Trey reminds me a lot of his older brother, right? Maybe even better. I think he is better than him. I think he's better than. Him. But I mean, for, as far as the the shot making ability from the three point line, the distributing the ball and the defending, which that'll get you to the league. 
without yeah, a doubt. He's the big re- – if Duke's going to turn some heads, it's because of him because he's the pace guard and the defender in the group. And you need that in a group. of. Uh, I think Matthew Hurt's got talent. I think Vernon Carey's got talent. I think, obviously, Cassius Stanley, we've spoken about, has got talent. Um, and then White, Laurier is there at the back. Those guys are good veterans there for this Duke team. But I think an issue for me is, and I saw it last night, I think Vernon Carey for his size disappears way more than I'd like him to. I think Matthew Hurt is a glorified Ryan Anderson at the moment and needs a couple more years of season. Mm-hmm. which is fine to be a really effective player for the Duke Blue Devils. Um, but Trey Jones is going to bring the best out of these players, hopefully. And if he can, if he's firing at all cylinders, this team's going to be dangerous. Yeah. Um, but excited yeah. to excited to watch Halliburton and Jalen Smith. Too. I love them. Yeah, I love yeah, both yeah. those guys. And Devin Dotson could yeah, he, he could, could prove us wrong. He could be good. I think yeah. he's going to be fine. I mean, he's, he's in really, our top five sophomores. So, yeah, you know, he's going to be really good. I think yeah. he's going to be really good. Okay, move on to the juniors. Yeah, please. Caleb Wesson. Yeah. Tristan Clark. Matt Harms. <laughs> Xavier Tillman and Najee Marshall. Josh, uh, do you just want to just tell everyone what teams these guys are on? Uh, just for everyone listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Caleb Weston's on Ohio State. Tristan Clark's on Baylor. Um, Matt Harms, who I love, is on Purdue. Purdue. He yep. had seven blocks tonight. Um, and who else did you say? Najee Marshall's on Xavier. On Xavier and then Xavier Tillman. Xavier Tillman on Michigan State. Right. Tillman's the big at Michigan State. Uh, he's nothing. He's not sexy, but he's going to get his get his, and he's a big part of his his ability to play down low on both ends of the floor is going to be huge for Michigan State. Uh, Tristan Clark is the entire Baylor team. He was great before he, you know, he stopped. He went down last year. Xavier uh, Tillman reminds me of Patrick Young. Yeah, 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 yeah. The I think Tr- forward for Florida. I think yeah, that's a great. Back. Yeah. That's a great comparison. I think Tristan Clark is a very nice player. I think he's a, he's, he's really well rounded. Um, he's a, he's the big reason Baylor's sixteen right now. Yeah. Um, and his he, Baylor season kind of rides on him. Weston, same thing with Ohio State. We've spoken about him before. Najee Marshall is, was awesome. He was great for Xavier last year, and and he's going to be the carrying force for them. Um, I just don't know if he's going to be able to do enough to to flash them up. Um, but hey, Xavier always does some crazy shit. So yeah, I, I really like Except him. Except last year. Yeah. Um, yeah, Matt Harms. Uh, no, he's great. He's Purdue, 73. Purdue continues to just roll it out these with guys the, these from? huge big men that are all good. Yeah, these massive dudes. I mean, who, like Caleb Swanigan, big yeah. man, right? They've had other big guys, too. Yeah. They always have a big guy. Yeah, yeah, they had, they, they do. They last year they had what's his name? Why am I blank? I, it's like as if I didn't watch college basketball last year. Um, Purdue basketball. They had Carson Edwards last year. That That's I right. know. Yeah, they did. They did have Carson Edwards Who last was, year. He was amazing. He's gonna be good in the pros too. I hate when they do that. Like Eric Pascal was a good basketball player who the Warriors just completely stole, and we knew that. Like we knew that. Yeah. I hate when yeah. I know that. I mean, do I do why, I think that Pascal? I don't think he's gonna keep up what he's been doing. But I think we we looked at that draft pick and we were like, this is really lit. This is really really low for him. Yeah. It's oh, a it, steal. it it is it's harms steal. that I was thinking of. But the other forward I was thinking of um, was was Grady was Grady Eifert, who's Tyler Eifert's brother. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I don't know. He had a good he had a good season last yeah, year. He was great. Um, okay. Yeah. So yeah. moving on to the seniors. Juniors. That was the juniors. Oh yeah, that was seniors. 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 Marcus Howard, Yo. who we mentioned, yep. Miles Powell, who we mentioned, Kerry yep. Blackshear, who we mentioned, yep. Yudoka Azubuki, who we mentioned, and Cassius Winston, who we also mentioned. So we have to deal with all those guys. Those are top five seniors. So Toss, now that we don't we don't want to kill a dead chicken. Um, well, I just want to. We didn't. We we mentioned all those guys. Get one guy we really didn't talk about was Yudoka Azubuki, who went down with an injury last year. Sure, sure, yeah. Kind of blemished Kansas's. Uh, second half of the Ruined season. Ruined the whole season. That Absolutely. was it. Absolutely. Um, I think he'll have a fantastic bounce back year. Uh, but he uh, moves up and down the floor for a guy his size yeah. so well, and he is dangerous down low on both ends. He's he's really a tremendous low post scorer and low post interior defender. Um, Capital tremendous. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, you're talking about, who are you mentioning earlier, um, as a, as what Wiseman, who, can, who, who really can do stuff that we haven't seen from a lot of guys recently. Yeah. He's a special player. I mean, Udoka Azubuki is also a special player where some of these bigs, even though the league obviously is trending very, very guard-heavy, very guard-favorite, for a big man like him, I think he's still going to be able to na- make a name for himself. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's a dangerous guy down yeah. low. He's a, he's a bad man. He's that powerful. Yeah, for sure. Um, Who's your final, f- uh, who's your wooden, wooden Award player, Marcus Howard? No, my my Wooden Award player is, oh, uh, I don't want to be in... You agree with me? I don't want to be in union with you, but I think that Miles Powell might win it. Nice, man. Let's do it. You could be in union with me for once. 
Yeah, yeah. I just think his stats are going to be so out of this world that, mm-hmm. like, I think I would love to think that Cassius Winston's going to going to win it, but I think he's not going to put up good enough numbers. Um, I think he, I think for him to do, I don't I don't think he. I think so. My so my my runner up would be Marcus Howard because I think feasibly Marcus Howard could average like twenty seven points a game. Okay, so I'll give you my top three. Okay, and you can call me crazy. Um, I th- first of all, I think uh, you think Halliburton's going to be in there. What? You think Halliburton's going to be in there? I do. And you think Anthony Edwards is going to be in there? I don't. He's you in think, top five. I think it's going to be... I think, think Cole five, Anthony's going to be in there? No. James Wiseman? Yes. Okay. I think it's going to go... I think my guys go Powell, Wiseman, Halliburton. Then I think it's going to go... I think Justin the Cups is Noir, is Noir, followed by Cole Anthony, yeah. followed by Anthony Edwards. Followed by Cash Winston. Listen, the thing with Cash Winston, uh, Marcus I mean, Howard behind all those guys. Yeah, I mean it's gonna be close, but you, I mean if, if he averages 25, 24 points a game, you yeah, can't who am I you can't saying? not yeah. put him in the top five. Here's the deal with Cash Winston: for him to put up those ridiculous stats, I don't think it's good for Michigan State. I think everyone else around him has to be good, and he has to make them better. I think that if they want to be what they want to be, it has to be a team thing. It can't be the Cash Winston show. Okay, I don't know. that's how I just feel about it. Speaking of Cash Winston. Who's my final four? Who's your final four? Two, I'm locked on two teams. Two teams I'm in on. Louisville, I'm, you're locked. Actually, I'm, in on, I'm locked on three teams. Louisville, I'm you're locked. I'm tough on the fourth team. Yeah, locked. Michigan State, you're locked? No. Okay. You know my three. You got enough three guys. Villanova, Florida. Yeah. Okay. Boom. Villanova, Florida, Michigan State, and my fourth. No, 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 no. Villanova, Florida, Louisville. Sorry, sorry. It's yeah. Okay. Uh, and Michigan State, I think, will make the Elite Eight. I don't think they're going to be my final four. I think they're going to do it again. Who? Auburn. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. I think Auburn's my fourth team. That's my final four. Auburn. With yeah. Bruce, the, Bruce Pearls, are, he's great, Michigan man. State's I, tough. Duke's tough for me to leave out. Kentucky. Utah State, I think, is going to be weirdly good. Um, but, yeah, I think that's who I'm going with. Who's yours? Michigan State. Yeah. Louisville. Yeah. Duke. Okay. I think they. I think they have enough. I can't argue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and just because I want to, I'll be reckless here, and pick. I think the. I think Mark Sauer. It's your time to shine, man. It's your time to shine. <laughs> That's crazy. Okay, that's your guy this year. Look, at final four. The final four is. We're not talking about the teams that are one through four, right? No. We're talking about teams that can make tournament runs. That's why I'm picking Michigan State because I think senior Cassius Winston and absolutely. Tom Absolutely. Izzo at the helm. I think they can get there. I think they can make a deep tournament run. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. Let's let's see if let's see if Marcus Howard can really get struck by lightning when when the tournament comes around. And, and really, I think he's better going into this tournament than Jaw was last year. I think and he he's got, on a better he, team. He had a tough draw. I think he got overplayed by the hype surrounding Jaw Morant. Everyone really wanted Marcus Howard to lose. For sure, and he still had a sick game. Unreal game. Everyone wanted. And the game before, he was even better. He's great. He's an amazing player. But I also part of it is just Marquette is a good team. They've yeah. been there before in the tournament, um, and and they didn't lose a lot of pieces. So mm-hmm. I think you you still have Marcus Howard, and I don't know. It's clearly a dark horse pick, but I think it's a fun pick, right? That's why I'm in on. I'm, that's why I'm loving Louisville. I I think are they're fantastic. They're my all in all. That's her, just great that's team, and then I love Duke. I love Duke basketball, and I love Coach K. And I think that I believe in the freshman talent that he brought in. I think it's, you know, it's not as good as it was last year. But that being said, it's still like so, so, so good. I like the I like the I like Green and Mannion as far as freshman talent. I lo- I can't believe Isaiah Stewart and and, and Jaden McDaniels are being grossly disrespected. By the way, I have to throw that out there. Yeah, Isaiah Washington, Stewart in Washington. Yeah, yeah. Being, they're, they're being He's not, so good, them yeah. not being ranked as a gross disrespect. I mean, so I guess good, there's yeah. a lot of good basketball teams, but I, I think they're better than St. Mary's. Um, and I think Precious Achua, to me, uh, also is going to be one of the most you, underrated freshmen in the country. You've I, convinced I, me that Memphis can be a dark horse to make the oh, Final Four as bro, well. They're great. With the road that they have... I love don't sleep on Anthony Hardaway because that boy's awesome. That's why I'm not in on them this year. Though. Yeah, Penny hasn't done enough from a coaching standpoint. He's he's too new. I think. Who but. can they retain though? Is going to be the real question. If they can retain, like Achua is going to be a lottery pick, and I think Wiseman obviously I think will be the first pick. But can they retain Bogey Ellis and DJ Jeffries into next year and bring in Maybe. some guys? Maybe. We'll see. Hopefully. Hopefully. If not, I feel like Penny's going to be able to recruit some new guys too. I mean, what he did was ridiculous this yeah. year. 
what he did with this year was nonsense. I think it was I, I it was ridiculous what he did. He he turned that. Yeah, program I mean around. it was it was Danny Ocean and the the Bellagio, the MGM Grand, and the Mirage. Dude, it was was it not ridiculous? Like every day, like there was guys like popping up on the what what were they were they not they were number one last year. They beat out. They were the number one recruiting class. Oregon, by the way, I think could be nice, but Pritchard. They yeah, reminds it, me of Aaron Kraft. We should for sure mention. Oh, but Pritchard can score way better than Kraft could. Not defend as well. I, who I don't know if I've ever seen a guard who can defend as well as Aaron Kraft. That's <laughs> ridiculous for me in college, maybe. In college, yeah. No, I'm not saying in the pros. I just that guy. That guy had it down to his science, man. He brought in Lester Quinnins too. No one was. No one Dane. was more red in the face than Aaron Kraft after a hard day's worth. He looks like he defense. played at the Y every day. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's a college basketball preview. We'll probably, if we can, do uh, some software editing. Do some uh, give you our top four on the Instagram tomorrow. Our final four picks. Um, but oh, to the fans, gutsy, out, gutsy. Uh, I'm gonna get ripped. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, to the fans out there, drag both feet and bounce. Swing on a full count. Rip that puck. Hit that putt. Hit your PKs because they're free and hit your free throws while I toss. Porque son free. Because they're free and also because you need it if you want to win March Madness. We out you. We love you. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.